This was a tough week. We laid to rest Hugh Hefner. As three average guys running a podcast while pounding shitty domestic beer, we could grab that low-hanging fruit and simply toast the guy who basically brought porn to the mainstream. And we will, no doubt. But Hugh Hefner represents so much more to what this show and what all free-speaking shows stand for. The right to say, print, support, and publish whatever the hell we want. It's no secret we believe in free speech, it needless to say. We also believe that free speech doesn't necessarily mean speech without consequence. That is why Hugh Hefner is a hero to guys like us. Because in between all the bunnies, orgies, and smoking jackets, Hef was an advocate for so many rights we believe in. And he faced serious social and professional consequences for it. But he didn't care as long as people had the chance to express themselves honestly and openly. Hef was a staunch supporter of the sexual revolution, putting sex on people's lips, not just in the dark, constrained bowels of their repressed minds. Hef was an advocate to the gay rights movement, encouraging sexual liberation without boundaries. Hef was one of the first publishers to cover AIDS as a human problem, when the world was content to blindly label it as an isolated incident, reminding us that disease knows no gender, much less a sexual orientation. He supported racial integration at his parties, in his magazine, and in his business empire at a time when people still feared the topic and the people. No other publication of the time secured interviews with Miles Davis, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. And no other publication supported Alex Haley, the man that brought roots to an unsuspecting world. Perhaps most importantly, no publication stood for women's rights and the Equal Rights Amendment more than Playboy. On the surface, this was a magazine objectifying naked women. To those who looked past the softly lit nipples, it was a chance to liberate women from preconceived notions of what a quote-unquote lady should act like, in or out of the bedroom. Hugh Hefner may not have solved the world's problems. I think we all know equal rights and free speech remain inflammatory topics the world around. But I'd hate to see where we'd be if Hefner hadn't come along all those years ago. And to be honest, even the three like-minded morons at this table debate some of these hot-button topics on a regular basis. And Lord knows we make jokes that, on the surface, conflict with all the positives he brought into the world. But guys like Hugh Hefner helped make these jokes possible. He opened the door for so many discussions, so many publications, and so many hell and brimstone arguments that it's conceivable a show like this might never have arisen if not for him. Pervert, pornographer, polygamist, predator. Many terms are used to describe a man as important to free speech as Hugh Hefner. I choose pioneer, because needless to say, we likely wouldn't be saying it without him. With a glass raised and two bunny ears in the air, we salute you, Hef, for a life well lived. Maestro, let's play a few notes for a free speech hero. Please hit that music. Hello and welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm here with Brad and Mike. And today we got Sometimes Manny celebrating his a little bit belated birthday. If you go online and check out our Facebook page, you can see the cake Mike made for him this week. I love him. <laughs> How was it? I was big. It was good. It was big. <laughs> it was big and good. Yep. That's it. 
So, Brad, what's up? What happened to you this week? Oh, I didn't have an eventful week, but I know you did. Where uh, did yeah, you, you went to New York. Tell, I did. Talk to me. Have you ever been there? Once. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't, didn't like, like it. it. No. No. No, uh, yeah, I went to New York City with my wife for the weekend. We had a good time, pottied it up, drank. So, so a guy laying in a shop cot smoking crack. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait that was, that wait, was pretty wait, good. Wait, wait, wait. You drank? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, Did you do I, anything but drink? Every time you texted me this entire weekend, it was, hey, yeah, we're at the bar. Yeah, we're at the no, bar. I'm like, there much. are <laughs> other things to see there. Yeah, man. but it wasn't spelled that way. It was no, spelled like... It was, yeah, there was a lot of misspelling going on and stuff. No, it was pretty much... Uh, yeah, I drank a lot through the weekend. Well, but my no, favorite no, part of the weekend was... Irresponsibly. You know, well, we well, were tracking first you. Day. My wife and I were tracking you through the whole thing, and I really loved right around 1230 at night where I get the message, fuck this, where are the tattoo parlors that are open in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the night? <laughs> I know, I saw that. I was like, oh, And I'm boy. like, well, you're loaded, so they're probably not going to serve you. But wait a minute, they're, every tattoo parlor at St. Mark's Place is open till 4 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so Craig's like, okay, fuck this, I'm getting a cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we waited. Yep. And I was really hoping we were going to get a needless to say forehead tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> no. That would have been I ended up. It would have been great on you. I ended up laying down. You could have you wrote it like 10,000 times I, on my forehead. I was going to say, you could have yeah. written it in five languages on that. <laughs> the Rosetta Stone. It's, it's, it's not a forehead. <laughs> I have a five head. No, I ended up I ended up laying down to look at taxi cabs, and then I woke up, and it was morning. <laughs> and, was, and I had a oh, the worst part is I wake up, and you know when you get that hangover, and you're like, I need water, I need, I gotta drink some. I go right, open the fridge in the room, the mini fridge, nothing. There was four bottles of water when we started the night. I look, and my wife is just laying there. There's four empty bottles of water on the side of the bed. And she wakes up and she's like, I got to pee. Like, no shit. You, gotta, you just drank like a gallon of water and nothing. Why were you drinking like, the bottled water? You know you have a tap there. <laughs> yeah. It's New, New York. York City. New York City water is the best in the world, motherfucker. Uh, I drank it. Wasn't that good? Oh, easy. New York City water is it. the best. They purify that shit better than most. They have to. plumbing. <laughs> so glad Manny's here. <laughs> I mean, there's you a know, reason New York fault. pizza, New York bagels, and everything are what they are. It's the New York water, man. Don't mention the pizza. Don't mention the plumbing. New the York pizza is. I love New York pizza. Like you don't, paper. I love it. It's what? Oh my god! Paper you fold it over five times it. and like. Well, yeah, that's it. You, you roll can, like, it up like a burrito and eat it. it. You just got to eat York. it a slice at a time. I you can just fold it once, pal. No, I yeah. can fold it a bunch of Yeah, times. I like a thicker pizza I, with sauce and stuff on it. I love New York pizza. You guys aren't but, eating pizza. You're eating pie. Yeah. <laughs> I love New York pizza. But anyway, Craig, uh, your wife knows how, how to party and drink. She does. More she than enjoys you do oh, She knows she how to knows party. She, Craig she texted me water. and she was passed out at 930 at well, night. Well, that's because I was, I was making rum and coke drinks in the room. And, well, Why were you even in the room? When I say rum and coke drinks, walk. I mean rum with a tiny bit of coke. Well, we went back. That was the thing is we, we went out. We were at the bars. You know, we went to a few bars and did some stuff, walked around. We went back to the room to hang out for a minute, you know, and we were going to change up. It, we had traveled all day. We had been up early in the morning. So when we got back to the room, we had been out all day in New York drinking. So we got back to the room. We planned on going back, getting a little refresh and going back out. 
And next thing you know, I make a rum and coke that was just brutal. Well, I was going to say, you know your wife. Why on earth would you ply her with 78% rum? <laughs> <laughs> because I was wanting her to fall asleep so I could get a tattoo. And what would you do? Get a campus tattoo that's needless to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was going to go get something. I just wanted to go grab get a tattoo in New York City. I was just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. But, uh,. <laughs> Can't be his. No, it would be a My Little Pony tattoo if I was gonna get one. But uh, no, so yeah, it was it was like like I mentioned it earlier. I saw a guy laying in a shopping cart smoking crack, pulling his socks off. That was interesting. Oh, yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that. But the like next day, week, we did yeah. things. We went we went to Central Park. We went to the zoo. We walked from Central Park all the way down to Chelsea Market, and then we walked all the way back to to Fifty uh, Second Street to our hotel. That's a lot of walking. My, yeah, my head is stiffed. I didn't know this. Yeah, we and we did that. Well, we why'd just you go hit. to Central Park? You didn't see enough homeless people smoking crack. Actually, we were out in front of the. the we went to the comedy cellar Sat, Saturday night. We went to the comedy cellar, which was a great night. But while we're standing out front, I'm standing there, and you know, we just we had a drink. There's a bar right on the side of it called the Fat Black Pussycat. So we went in there. We had a drink. Order of rum and coke in there it was worse than the fucking ones I made in the hotel room. Really? They don't fuck around. Granted, yeah, they were uh, 12 bucks, but it was fucking worth it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, yeah, you, you go around here and you get a drink. It's going to cost you seven, eight bucks for rum and coke. And they have, it's fucking coke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over there, I got it cost me twelve bucks, but I took the first sip. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Holy shit!" You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even my wife, my wife, first thing she said, she goes, "These are worse than yours." She says to me. So we went outside before we went into the show. We went outside to have a cigarette, and this guy walks by, and he's got his hands behind his back, and he's walking by all slow, and he's got a New York Giants jacket on and a hat, and he's going, "Had to throw that in there, you yeah, poor bastard." And he's going, like as he's walking by slowly, he's all just strolling through the crowd, and he's going. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> that was his sales pitch. <laughs> now that like, I got oh your boy. attention. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy. Cocaine, this guy. cocaine, cocaine. So it was so funny. We were laughing like a bastard. Me and my wife were laughing. But we went into the comedy cell and it was awesome because we ended up getting, uh, you know, they had four comedians scheduled. And the first two came on. Well, who was scheduled? Anybody we know? Uh, it was a lot of, uh, nah, to be honest with you, I really didn't know who they were, but I'm, I was like, I'm assuming it's a Saturday night at the Comedy Cellar. They're going to be funny. Right. And they were all people that were, they've been on The Tonight Show. You know what I mean? Uh, one of the one of the women uh, was um, a did the reporting on The Daily Show. She played one of the reporters and stuff. She was hilarious. No kidding. Oh, uh, she was funny as a bastard. It wasn't like Samantha B, was it? No, 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 no. It wasn't Samantha B. It was it was some some black woman. She's lesbian. She let us <laughs> all know that. Black lesbian. And uh, but she was hilarious. And she had everybody like she was better than this is where it went. The first two guys came on. They were funny. They were really good. Then the MC comes up and he says, Hey, we got a special guest for you tonight. And he's like, uh, you know, he goes, so welcome to the stage, Tracy Morgan. So no, Tracy, shit. yeah, so oh, Tracy, yeah, so Tracy Morgan comes up and sat down, and he was funny, but he was fucking more than funny. He was so fucking raunchy. I mean, he had the 
fucking the place was almost silent like gasping like oh my god like <laughs> what he was, was she saying oh my god he was just brutal he was talking about fucking getting blowjobs and telling girls to spit on it and sh- with the spit string hanging from <laughs> right? it was the whole okay, thing okay so so get to the brutal so, plot so well, brutal I know yeah oh. so when does it get brutal <laughs> no but I mean but the whole thing was about was like that but the best was when like he first came out, he's before he got to that, he started off saying, "Hey, my," uh, he goes, "You know, during my accident, this was the best. One of the best lines is he says, during my accident, he's like, um, my penis was severed, and like the co- crowd like gasps, and a couple of people laugh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and right away he goes, he's like, Craig and friend, you think that's fucking funny? He goes, you think that's Anybody? fucking funny? My fucking penis was seventy. He's like that. Every, you're gonna laugh at that fucking yeah, you joke. Yeah, like twelve right? more inches. So, big so deal. then he goes. So then he goes. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes. No, I'm just kidding. My penis wasn't seven. <laughs> you know, so he was busting everybody's balls. Then he, then he made some things. He was talking about his settlement and stuff. And then the, that was he said, "Thank God I wasn't hit by a Bob's discount furniture truck." <laughs> <laughs> get sale. Yeah. Good stuff. So he was on. So it was funny. But like I said, he shocked the fucking crowd. Like it really was. You don't. Ex- a lot of people don't expect it because they're used to seeing him on primetime television. Yeah. Right. So now he's in front of you and he's talking nasty shit. You know, people were shocked by it. But then they come. The MC comes back up after he gets off. He gets a standing ovation, though. You know, everybody. He walks off. And MC comes up and he goes, "We got another one for you tonight." And he has Amy Schumer. And Amy hey, Schumer comes up. Hey, what do you know? Yep. I mentioned her last week. We talked about her last week, and I have to say, she's back on track. Because the best part was the first thing she said when she got up there. She goes, um, "You know, I've given blowjobs before, but I never had the spit string hanging from my mouth." She's referring <laughs> back to, to nice. his, you know. And then she gave the whole, oh, I try to avoid, uh, she goes, I avoid giving blowjobs. She goes, I have a real small mouth. She goes, it gets me out of a lot of them. She said, <laughs> you know, she said, but she was funny. She was good. You know, she kind of reverted back to her old style. I'm glad to hear it, man. You know, I mean, and it was good. We, we, we're big fans. Yeah. But I, that special kind of threw us for a loop. You yeah, know? it did. And that's why she reverted back to it. She was really funny. She went back to what she would normally do. Hey, I know? look at it this way. I mean, we had a couple bad episodes. We keep them up on the air. That's probably how she's looking at yeah, that special. I mean, how yeah. it's a moment in time. She, yeah, it just so happened that her moment was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, but it was good, and I, you know, we enjoyed it. We had a blast. Uh, we left there. We went back to the fast, fat cat, fat black pussy cat. Had another. Fucking incredibly strong rum and coke, Cat but I got a. Uh, Cat it was, was great because word. when you go to the comedy cellar, they give you a, a uh, discount. They give you a card. Oh yeah, yeah. When you go back in there, you get fifteen percent off your drinks. So we went back, had strong ass drinks for so less money. Only like eighteen yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah. <instead of> yeah. <laughs> so we hung out down there. Well, I can't afford it, the drink in New York anymore. Nah, we uh, left, but we found even a, a pint of beer is nine bucks now. We found well uh, that place we went to. That you recommended to me, beers were six bucks. Oh, you went to happy hour, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. At that time, it was happy hour, but we went to uh, what do you call it after that? Well, no, I was just still drinking rum and cokes because it I was just, standard <laughs> pint now. Yeah. Eight bucks. It, it was a good time in New York, was, needless yeah. to say. Because we left that, we took, you know, we, we took a cab up. It wasn't even a cab, guys. Like 
I'm a taxi. Get in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I hop in. I'm like, this guy's not a fucking taxi, but whatever. Well, he hands you with his phone with the square yeah. reader. Yeah. We take every card. I yeah. bet you do. Yeah, right bet right you back did. to Pakistan. So the funny thing was, is I knew he wasn't a taxi driver, so I leaned in and I was, just, I just said to him, I said, we're, go- we're going to 47th. How much? 20 bucks. He says, <laughs> I said, okay. We hopped in. We took off. 20 yeah. bucks? Yeah. It was more than a taxi drive. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't care. It was fucking You know Uber in works in New York City, yeah, too. Yeah, it was one in the morning. I was drunk. I didn't give a shit. I was just throwing fucking 20s at everybody. There's fucking, it's so expensive up there. I didn't care. Everywhere I went was fucking $20. Who's the last shelter you bought me? <laughs> <laughs> but so we drove up to, uh, we went back up to the hotel, but we didn't even make it to the hotel. I, I had the guy stop a block before, and we went to the bar. We well, were you don't want him knowing where you're staying? No, we just stopped. I wouldn't. <laughs> we just stopped because there was a bar we went to the day before on 46th Street that was cool. So we went in there. We hung out in there. There was a guy playing guitar. It was cool. It was a good time. We had, we had a blast. Let me tell you a reason why you should never piss off a cab driver in New York City. I got a great story for you. Back when I was living with my wife down in Brooklyn, we took a cab all the way from north of where you were all the way to Brooklyn. So we averaged about 35 40 bucks a cab ride. But once yeah. a week, we suck it up. It was what you did. There was no Uber then. It's, it was just the only option. Or it was like two hours on the train. Yeah. Because they don't run that late at night, you know? So sure enough, we get in the cab. Melissa is absolutely bombed. Absolutely gone. And she decides that that's a good place to puke. <laughs> and, and god bless her she tried the window went down but she didn't quite have the arc uh yeah to yeah, get yeah. it out so we had a little bit of a mess i cleaned it up as best i could in the back of a cab at five in the morning four in the morning whatever it was i cleaned it up the best i could and then i realized that i only had enough cash to cover the cost of the trip and no tip and like a dollar fifty and ten oh. so at this point she's feeling great Oh, yeah. yeah. No, because all the demons are gone. Yeah. You know, it's all out of her. But we get back to the place. We go upstairs. 20 minutes later, there's a cop at our door. And I'm like, what's going on? We had a report that there was some domestic abuse going on here. He called the fucking cops on you. He called the cops on us, claiming that I was abusing this woman. And so I'm down there. And now I'm wearing, at this point, a dirty wife beater. <laughs> a pair of shorts. I had been through roughly twelve hours of drinking, and Melissa is staggering around like she's been hit in the head. She doesn't. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't quite look her best. Yeah, like she's got a head injury. So it's a brownstone. So I walk all the way down to the bottom floor. My landlord lives on the first floor, so he's there with a glass to the door, listening yeah. in. And I said, "Come on up," and I invite them up, and they look around and they're like, "No abuse here." I'm like. No, we're good. We were about going to bed. Yeah. And they left. But the goddamn cabbie called the called cops on us because I gave him a dollar fifty tip. Granted, the guy took the wrong bridge, so fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Fuck He's that in guy. jail now. No tip. He's in jail now. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's no, not a good prison. He was he's, telling- he's like one of them Iraqi prisons. <laughs> I, got a, I, got a good, Iraqi I got a good story going back to being a teenager. You're talking about throwing up out of a car, though. Oh, is, my God. We got... A friend of ours, Rob. You've met Rob before. Yes, I have. Rob's, you know, one of our best friends. And we were probably about, I'd say we were like 17. Yeah, we were about 17 years old because Rob hadn't left for the Navy yet because Rob went into the Navy. And so we hop into a friend of ours' car. His girlfriend's driver. His 
our friend's girlfriend's car. We just left a grain party. We used to drink grain alcohol and fruit punch. They'd go and fill coolers. Jungle full juice. Of, yeah. Yeah. So we used to have parties in the woods and just drink that all night. So we drank shitloads of it. We're leaving. So he's like, oh, yeah, she'll drop you off. She'll drop you off. So me and Rob get in the back seat. Now, they got the radio cranking in the car so loud. You can't fucking hear yourself think. Rob starts banging on the back of my buddy Bruce's seat. Like, hey, like I'm, I'm going to throw, like, pull over, pull over. So nobody could hear him. He tries rolling the window down there, those fucking windows that don't go down in the back. So he, oh, you know the map pockets? <laughs> he fucking looks right at me. He just fucking, he throws up into the map pocket, fucking fills it, and then looks at me. And just smiles and then taps the bottom of it like a water bladder. Slap, slap, slap. The thing was fucking full. And, and we didn't say nothing. She dropped us off. We got out. We left. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. He's like, I tried. I tried to get him to pull over. They wouldn't. Fucking, oh, that was terrible. That was, that was good his stuff. fault. That was their fault. Yeah, exactly. Nobody to blame but themselves. That's fucking fantastic, man. So it was a good trip. It was a great trip. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had, I had a blast. That's great. You know, my my wife's going to hate me for telling that story. I just realized that I'm probably <laughs> single when I get home. <laughs> Fucking A. That's all right. But anyway, so what else is going on in the world, fellas? Well, Mike was we were, Mike hasn't spoke much because he was in the middle of doing his NHL draft, that fantasy eating, draft. Eating a kick-ass sandwich. Yeah. That's good. I'm so glad you're getting up in the middle of the show to make food. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. No, not me. My wife. Oh, no, Mike's doing well, his I made it. fantasy draft yeah. of the NHL. NHL. You play fantasy hockey? Those guys make healthy scratches five minutes before game time. <laughs> know, yeah, right? how on earth can you set a lineup <laughs> and do that? Well, it was the first time I ever did the NHL. Well, actually, first time. Yeah, this is Mike's first, first year in fantasy football. Fantasy anything. Well, well I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, how did, how did you do in your Frodo pool yeah. last year? <laughs> Did you find the ring? Did you? I, I, I think I did this time. Take it easy on but, the first time. Yeah, fantasy. I mean, fantasy football thing. I'm totally getting into it. It's fun. It's We're awesome. all we we made a small so league. Fun. Little league. It's too small though. We it have is six small. teams. Everybody's yeah, got an got, all-star every, team. Everybody's team is stacked. It's fucking hilarious. And we're all like two and Avengers one. Yeah. I'm in an, I'm in another league. I'm in a in a 12 12 team league that's money. This the other, this one the the league that we're in, the guys here that I hear at this table tonight, including Manny. Yeah, including yes, Manny. All of us. Uh just uh it's just a fun and bragging don't forget, rights. And don't forget we're going to have a trophy, right? Correct. Yes, we are you making the trophy. Just, just put my name on it right now. Bro, I actually, I'm going to win it all. It's funny that you say that because and I actually what's your got team a name, nice Mike? piece of oak. <laughs> what's I, your... My name is Team Taint Slapper. I got a I nice piece it. of oak today to make the base of the trophy. Did you? Yeah. A piece of oak. Yeah. Going high end, kid. Wow. Ain't fucking no pine for the, for this trophy because <laughs> if it's going to sit on my fucking bureau, it's going to be fucking oak. Yeah. <laughs> Why yes. do we have a trophy for a six-person league? This is it, this is the participation trophy league. Yeah, it's, well, yes, yes, and it's it called, the name of the trophy is the Get Off My Ditka. Yeah, 
league. That's the name of the league. Get off my dick. So your team, team slap. Yeah. I'm the new Jack Trippers, man. I, I like my team. I'm OJ's parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just team with Zendis. Yeah, man, he's got the originality of a fucking pencil. Yeah. Well, that's four of us. That's four of us. There's two more in the league, too. Yeah, right, yeah both of them are my sisters. And what are their team names? Uh, one is Brady Gaga. <laughs> that's a good one. And uh, what's my... Snap Tackle Oh, Snap Pop. Tackle Pop, which is a great name. It's decent. I like yeah, that. It's, it's decent. I'll yeah. go with that. She one. was undefeated. And that's my sister, Courtney. She was undefeated. Until this and week. she's a sports whiz. The kids... Uh, she, she whooped the shit out of she me. She knows... It's so funny because... But the trash talk that was coming out of that girl who I met once. <laughs> the well, shit that poured out of her mouth. I'm like, family. yes, the guys that it's I don't control. What do you expect? What do you expect? Yeah, I but, but, I mean, she came out of nowhere with this. I'm like, hi, it was nice to meet you. Nice, gentle handshake. And by the way, I whooped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, no, you didn't. The guys that you don't control happen to do better statistically yeah. than the guys I don't control. Yeah. But somehow this became like a battle of wills. Yeah. Yep. Fantasy sports in general is pretty fucking stupid. But, and I like it. I like doing it. But the it's trash fun. talk coming from a girl who's like four foot nine on a good day, yeah. that was right? surprising. That was surprising. So, Courtney, if you're listening, and I know you are, I'm coming for you. We got a rematch. It's a six-person league. I think we play each other nine times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's fun. But your it's ass fun. is mine. It's fun, but it's fun. It makes it makes the games more interesting. Yeah, definitely. You know, because you're I like, love oh, trash you know, talk yeah, day, you know, yeah. You trash talk's fun. Nobody's one, done yeah. any other I than have. Courtney. I'm the only one no, that's done I, trash talk. I berated my other sister to no end for, but in the. Because you have the trash talk, which is the private thing, then you have the league one. Yeah, I do. The if you go in the private one, my sister Kalen, I I might have made her cry at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as I'm going to make her cry this week when I beat her you too. Know, but it was great. <laughs> I beat your other sister last week. Yeah, beat your your other sister. Wait. Does that make sense? Mike, no. this sounds like your yeah. dating history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to beat them all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's a fun thing. It, 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 makes, it makes the Sunday games a little more interesting and fun. That's all it is. I don't look at Gambling it. Gambling makes everything interesting. Yeah. yeah I just didn't exactly. realize I was playing for a piece no of oak. No doubt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was money yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? From. I might screw a piece of Did like you... copper to the top of it or something. Copper? <laughs> copper? No, I'm going to go to a flea market and yeah. find a trophy and snap the top off and super glue it to this one. I wow. want you to make a trophy of like the end of Rudy. But I want you to use the kid from Mask's face. <laughs> like I want Rocky. to see, I want to see yeah. Rocky no, Dennis. Just, yeah. You could just take just take a normal one and just put just a light into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so terrible. Oh my god, Craig, you are so bad. What? What the fuck? It was fucking makeup. I am not the devil. <laughs> it's Eric Stoltz, for God's oh, sakes. He's yeah, alive and well. Manny's yeah. over here talking about the elephant, man. No. <laughs> Two more inches, and that forehead's as big as yours. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, show a man. movie on that goddamn thing. Right? That's what I said. Paint that thing white. We show a movie on it. <laughs> <laughs> Every single Star Wars movie. I was going to say, The Last Jedi premieres there the two days time. before the rest of the world. <laughs> At the same time, all of them. Mike just same stands time. in the front. I can't see it. Ex- <laughs> experience, experience it in Mike Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Fuck you guys. That's all I got to say. Oh, shit. I'm spoiling fucking Mohawk now, so. Yeah. Don't fuck Mike, with me, man. How do you, and don't Mike, uh, matter of fact, Mike does, Mike has a Mohawk, he showed up today, and Mike, he normally shaves his head, but today he shaved his head, but he left some hair, and he left a Mohawk. Yeah, I just but want to make tell, everybody tell laugh. Us, tell us how you achieved the perfect <laughs> lineal Mohawk down the center well, of your head. Well, as you know, you know, I fucking I've painted before in my, <laughs> in my working world. When, Wait, way what? Back, way back then, yes. Yeah. But painter's tape is a fucking great thing. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, I, it's great. I taped it right to my fucking forehead and fucking strung it back to my, back he to my neck. He actually stenciled it. the fucking thing into his head with painter's tape. Painter's tape. And you just fucking take the buzzes. Bzz, down the, it was awesome. It was... It worked. It's... It's fucking perfectly fucking symmetrical. Right? Maybe not the back, because I can see that. And that's tough, because you got a lot of footage to work with on the fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, even, I even buzzed it in the front to like cut it off so you couldn't tell with the fucking... With the way your eyebrows stopped and your fucking hand again. <laughs> I love it. Listen, we, we post that brand new picture, the cartoon drawing... Of the three of us on our Facebook page, and, and then the instant we give you a cartoon haircut, you end up looking like a '90s vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the top of my head does look like a Brazilian. A Brazilian, oh, nothing. You look, no, no, no. It's like milfhunter.com. <laughs> like so back to the uh, fantasy football stuff. It's oh, been making it fun Sunday fun, but. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been kneeling at the start of every week. I've been taking a knee. <laughs> I've taken a knee four <laughs> times. Taking a knee forever. Yeah, you've been doing that for a long time. <laughs> I take elephant knees. As soon as I hear the doo 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 on my phone, oh, I right just down. take a knee. Right down. I took a knee three times while you guys were talking. Yeah. <laughs> I am protesting so much of this episode. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, you know, yeah, it's been a busy week in sports. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I feel like people who don't even give a shit about football have a lot to say about football. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Including right. people who no longer live here, like, for example... S- fucking Steven Seagal. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of. <laughs> that fucking motherfucker. I fucking can't... I could never fucking stand them from fucking day one. You loved on the Never. Siege. Come on. I never. Come on. What, I felt what like my about, fucking eyes were on the siege when I watched that movie. What is it about a, a Navy cook that you don't like? That <laughs> one that's going to save out of save all the, the Navy whole, SEALs and all the Navy personnel on that ship. A Navy cook's going to take, take over and fucking rescue the whole thing. What about that don't you like? Of course. No. Of course. Is it the, the world or the too. potatoes? Because they were going to launch it? those you know missiles and shit it wasn't Save just anyone it was Gary Busey launching yeah, the missile yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go that's how that's dare you leave that out yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah I know oh my god Brad I that's totally like forgot great. about that you could have fucking Gary stopped Busey was somebody could have stopped Gary that. Busey from launching those missiles with a shiny set of keys <laughs> it is Gary like, Busey a ball of yawn would have stopped guy. him Gary Busey also cross-dressed in that movie and yet we all act surprised when <laughs> yeah. he acts like an asshole yeah Right. He I actually wish. shoehorned that scene oh in there. Like, God. I gotta wear a dress. I gotta wear. Yeah, <laughs> this movie ain't complete. With this fucking <laughs> huge ass horse teeth. He's like, yeah. I fucking love the guy. I love guys. Steven oh, Seagal in like, Under what? Siege is isn't even the best action movie with a cook hero. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I thought that, um, what is it, D- Deep Blue Sea, when LL Cool J played the cook. And yeah. the- oh, oh, my God. God. Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd Holy alert. He had a fucking, he had a fucking parakeet blue, yeah. that warned him of fucking oh, yeah. gas leaks yeah. and everything. <laughs> that was the best use wow. of a cook in an action sequence yeah. ever. Wow, he is... took that Zippo and Dude, lit up that fucking you, shark. You yeah. the there was sushi everywhere. So cake. Steven Seagal doesn't measure up to LL Cool J, a fake shark, and a parakeet. Nope. Done. Oh my god! I'm, surpri- I'm surprised to hear that out of a wrestling lover. Seeing that Steven Seagal's famous move was the clothesline, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal was one of my favorites because I I believed the bullshit when I grew up. I thought Steven Seagal was a legit action. He told a bunch of stories. <laughs> I no, I did. I honestly believe that there was always the Seagal versus Van Dam argument. Yes. Which one was better? Now, to me, Van Dam always looked like a ballerina. Like, yeah. he was a dancer. He was very orchestrated. He was a talented guy, but I didn't <laughs> so believe... Seagal always looked like he just left Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he looked like he just left Rikers Island. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, another assault. Yeah. Steven, cut it out. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But he always looked like he had legitimate skill. And then he told all the stories. I grew up in Korea. And I was in the Korean mob, and then I, you know, I was yeah, running drugs, and then every year the story would get better and better and better. Yeah. My father-in-law, and I hate to admit this, it was only like four years ago. My father-in-law blew up the whole thing. Steven Seagal is actually Steven Siegel, and he's a Jew from Southern Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he didn't. He was not in South Korea. No, he moved <laughs> to Japan and taught English. Yes, he was in South Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Yeah. He had and not even that great. Yeah, he moved to Japan. <laughs> he moved to Japan at seventeen, taught English, and then got- which in and of itself is funny. Yeah, watch his movies. You can't even fucking <laughs> speak it, right? But that motherfucker actually went on the news this week. Why the? What I want to know is when, like, what fucking news outlet is like? You know what? I got an idea. We got to look that we gotta, into that. We've got to, you know, we got an interview to do. Yeah. <laughs> about this, about this whole NFL kneeling thing, who can we contact? Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Call him. He's in Russia, <laughs> and it just so happens he's available. Yeah, he's oh, shockingly enough. Shockingly, but the best is they put him on that backdrop, and there's like the Kremlin in the yeah. background. <laughs> they put him on the fucking Russian CNBC yeah. background. Yeah. yeah. The what mo- what the, the hell? <laughs> he lives in Russia. He's a Russian citizen now. He has dual citizenship. How that's fucking possible? He goes horseback riding with Putin. Yeah. Shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> then they hug each other in the woods. But anyway. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but then, then he spreads, his, them, he spreads his fat tits all over freaking Putin. Then they, they ask that fucking guy, so what do you think about, you know, the whole kneeling thing? I'm totally against it. It's against, you know... Fucking like anybody gives a fuck what that guy thinks. But then he says, this was the thing that blew my fucking... This is what made me want to bring this up, was the fact that he said, I have, on several occasions, laid my life on the line for the American flag. (laughs) In in Hollywood. And I thought to myself, this motherfucker thinks his movies are real now. (laughs) He's he's getting old. (laughs) You know what I mean? So he might be senile and start thinking like, oh shit, 
I remember I was a cook on a Navy ship. You know, I know one but, time he did. There was when he stuck his head into the Gulf of Mexico and absorbed the BP oil spill to color his hair. <laughs> he totally laid it out. And he saved so much wildlife yeah. in the process. Because there was that one movie he made where it was all about the Alaskan birds. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, he was the Eskimo guy. Yes. yes. With, the, with the shitty accent. Yes. I was coming to kick your butt. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck was that? I fucking, oh, God. I can't stand him. I wanted that jacket, though. It looks so warm in it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but he actually said that. He said that. I, I've laid my life on the line several times. When? When he made that show where he, he was the fake cop. Craig, he's in yeah, Russia now. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. what it is. What, oh, what, maybe what that's he what he meant. That's exactly what he meant. Called douchebag becomes a cop. <laughs> Who knows? Colon yeah. New Orleans. That, yeah. was, <laughs> <laughs> that was so. He ridiculous. is such a fucking asshole. You know, they actually had to make him. They they had to like swear him in. Oh yeah, they did. Like he I couldn't have done the, the show. In but he was basically authorized to put cuffs on people that had already been restrained. Yeah. And so the, the cameraman <laughs> had to get really creative with that and make it look like he was wrestling them yeah, down. Exactly. There's a lot of shots on the back and all that God. other stuff. Steven Seagal is a fucking mental midget. <laughs> so we're talking about a political party that is basically supported by Steven Seagal, James Woods. And wait for it, Scott Bale. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Chachi? That's right. Chachi. That's right. Joni loves Chachi. Putin loves Chachi. But and it, Charles was in charge of James Woods <laughs> and Steven Seagal. And Putin. What, be, be, <laughs> before we get into that, there was one thing I wanted to mention about Steven Seagal and why I fucking hate Oh, we're far guts. from done with Steven Seagal. I... Craig, Craig just has this thing. I fucking he, can't stand him. I, he's always hated him. I don't understand it. Dude. Always no, fucking I mean, hated he's him. He's not that bad. Yeah. Actually, he is. <laughs> yeah, all right, he is. But I'm just wondering what Craig's going for here with with. Well, Steven it's been mentioned before. Joe Siegel, Rogan. Joe, whatever his name is. Joe Rogan's mentioned it before, but it's the best fucking story ever. Is because Steven Seagal's notorious. For being a douchebag on set yeah. and actually injuring stuntmen. Like, you know, he'll do his armbar thing like where he grabs the hand and turns their arm and lifts it up. And he will do it full force and lay into it. And he's broken people's arms and he's on set. Laying his life down. <laughs> Laying his life down for the American flag, yes. But, I mean, so, he, you know, he's notorious. That's a lot, a lot of the reason why... He, he wasn't making many movies at the end was because nobody wanted to fucking work with him. And, uh, it wasn't because he was a bad actor? Well, that too. <laughs> or but, a Russian but citizen. I, well, I, mean, <laughs> let's, I mean, let's back that up because fucking Vin Diesel is making fucking 97 fucking Fast and Furious movies. So because let's, he's small enough to fit in the but, um, <laughs> but I don't think anybody heard guess, that, but that was funny. Gene, Gene LaBelle was uh, um, in... He's an old man, but he was like in one of the original. He was a he was a martial arts master and one of the original like martial arts fighting. Yeah. Where it wasn't necessarily mixed martial arts, but these guys would go out and actually kick each other's asses. And he did it forever. And well, then he worked he worked on a lot of the the old seventies kung fu yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. He became he became 
he actually operated a, a stunt company. Yeah. They, they had stuntmen. He choreographed fights and did all that stuff. And apparently on set one day, Steven Seagal was being a dick like he normally is after <laughs> injuring a few fucking of his guys. Like, you know, because you're playing with the, you're, you're doing something. You're thinking, okay, hamming it up for the camera. You know, like wrestling. Like, I'll play it all. I'll play it out. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Sell. I'll sell it. And he's just fucking wrecking these guys, you know? So, um, Gene LaBelle got pissed and fucking started saying something. And I guess, like, a couple of days later, Steven Seagal started saying how he was able to, um, he said nobody could ever get him in a chokehold because he had a surefire way to get out of it every time. Seagal said this? Yes. Of course he did. So, he said he could, he, there was no one could put him in a chokehold because he could get out of it every time. So... Gene LaBelle took him up on this. Now, at the time, Gene LaBelle is about 70 years old. Oh, jeez. I love and where this is going. So fucking, <laughs> so fucking, Steven Seagal lets him get him into the fucking chokehold. And as soon as he does, Steven Seagal, with all his might, cranks this 71-year-old man in the balls. Oh, good God, really? And then grabs onto his nuts. Well, you got to commit at that point. Right. <laughs> if you punch a guy in the balls, but then own the story it. continues on. So when they asked Gene LaBelle about this, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he hit me in the balls and then grabbed on, and apparently that made him tired because then he fell asleep." <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't budge. The old man didn't budge. He choked him out. Steven Seagal shit his pants. That's amazing. And then Gene the LaBelle best. dragged him into a closet and shut the door. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's great. He stuck him in a closet and shut the door on the studio floor. Now, Steven Seagal freaked out and didn't, because worried about press and stuff, that he was going to quit the movie. So he took out a reporter with nunchucks. Yeah. (laughs) So they actually uh, ended up, I guess they, I'm not sure on the actual facts, but I think they they ended up firing Gene LaBelle's stunt crew, bringing in another team, making them sign a non-disclosure yeah, so that yeah, they yeah. wouldn't release the fact that Steven Seagal oh, got kid. knocked out and shit his pants. But it, years later, he came out and just told the story, how so, it happened. Well, I'd and move to Russia, witnesses. too. I would totally move so to Steven Russia. Steven Seagal is pretty much like there's the totally, And there's, there's shitloads of witnesses, oh, too. Those curtains. And if you look it up, look up Gene LaBelle chokes out Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal oh, shits his we pants. had cell phones then? Oh, could you imagine the video? The videos. Oh, somebody would have caught it. But that is the best line ever. The fact that that's awesome. Oh, he hit it. me in the balls, and then he grabbed on, and it must have made him tired because then he just fell asleep. That's that a guy. classic line right there. That's a tough man, mother. Yeah, that guy had been taking beatings his whole life. You think slapping his nuts is gonna fucking stop him from choking you, especially after he's already mad at you? I was gonna say he's seventy. You stopped feeling him eight years yeah, earlier. Yeah. And not only that, who knows? He might not have hit his nuts. Those things might have been down by his knees yeah, at that no point. Doubt. Exactly. I was gonna say he grabbed his knee, hit his nuts, same yeah. thing. Swing those same things thing. around like a bunch yeah. of. He kicked him in the ankle, he might have dropped him. (laughs) (laughs) For all you young people out there. (laughs) But anyway, but you actually. The shins, not the balls. The best was you actually had said Scott Bayo. 
Well, I was going to say, as Shot embarrassing you. as that is, still not as embarrassing as having Scott Bayo be one of the three celebrities supporting your ticket. What do yeah. you, you mean, man? <laughs> Chachi is the man, dude. Come on. Yes, and I well, love 1985, too. I well, really do. Behind Fonzie. Yeah, that's 75. Yeah, it's Fonzie's cousin, so he's still... Okay, so yeah. Chachi showed up on the last year of a show that should have been canceled three years earlier. No, Chachi was on before the Chachi final Chachi loves season. Joni. was after that. Joni, that last Joni loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. Fucking settle down, kid. That's Chachi right. don't play that's like right. that. That's right. Chachi do like not, not play like that. It's like Yoda speak. Yeah, Yoda speak. Chachi don't play like that. Joni loves Chachi. Chachi's still figuring Chachi it out. Chachi love Yoda? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can Chachi do some Yoda speak. Joni. Chachi, Yoda love. Chachi, Joni love. Yes. Yeah, Chachi, Joni canceled no, after Chani, four episodes. Yeah, yeah. Was still, Chachi was still trying to figure out if Joni was going to give it up. So he wasn't fully Chachi in love was still, yet. Still, still trying to figure out if that fucking bitch was a lesbian. And then, please, not, then Scott yes. Baio showed up on Charles in Charge and for eight seasons on syndication, he was tried charge. to pretend that he was Nicole Eggert's babysitter and wanted to bone the shit out of her Listen, the entire time. Yeah. It don't matter what you say, he was in charge. He was in charge. Of, of poorly rated syndicated television. <laughs> yes, he but was. You know what's funny is this goes to half. Because nobody's banged more Playboy models than fucking uh, Scott Bale. Scott Bale has <laughs> been there so many fucking That times, guy man. has cleaned through all of those fucking centerfolds. He's probably got a loyalty card at the fucking AIDS clinic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That motherfucker has gone through that fucking... Went through that mansion like a machine. So I guess this brings it full circle, huh? We actually did intend to talk about half tonight. It's yeah. Been <laughs> yeah. No, 47 we, goddamn we, minutes. Right and we've been yeah, Steven Seagal's tits and oil slick hair. Hugh but, Hefner, man. But Hugh Hefner, man. I mean, it was, you know, it's not like it's a rough loss. The man was 91. Yeah. I and mean, spent most of, his, most of his adult life surrounded by women blowing him. So, in right. the, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, not a bad life. Not bad. I mean, let's assume that the last 20 years, not getting a whole lot of action, but sitting around and watching a bunch of girls getting on around him. Yeah. Man never got out of his pajamas. That's like torture, yeah, though. If you can't fucking no, do fuck anything. I, can't, it's like, uh, I just whatever. have him fucking yeah, three smash fucking my girls mushy living, penis living all over the place. Didn't he, like, not too long ago, these, these, those three girls... I don't, I don't know their oh, fucking names. Oh, on TV. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, they filmed a TV show. Yeah. yeah, he was barely in it. It was all about the girls, what they do all day when yeah, he's not exactly, getting a hard yeah. on. He was One trying to actually promote, still has he, a show. He was actually really? promoting yeah. them, is what he was doing. I think you're right. He was giving them a career because that's the only fucking thing he could do is blow them. Uh, that's the only you thing know he what? Could do. Wait, hey. he was blowing them. What show did I watch? <laughs> <laughs> I would have watched that yeah, show, no, Jesus. No, yeah. man. Nah, I mean, what the fuck? The guy at 91 years old. Watch that little captain's hat champ, going dude. up and down. He's a, fucking, <laughs> he's a fucking, he was a champ. He was a champ. He, I mean, I, he, he was an innovator. He was an instigator. He was yep. fucking, he was just, a, I mean, a big time guy icon. Lived in, in a mansion culture. for how many years now? He raised his children there. He raised his children there. He had there. fucking children. Cooper Hafner yeah. is yeah. his two he children. Two Run Playboy. A daughter and by who? Who's, what about the mother or mothers? She was a Playboy model. Yeah. 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 No shit. Which no one? Shit. I can't remember which one, but. It's great that you go up to Neither Cooper Hafner. Your, your mom's a whore. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow. Um, 
But really? yeah, no. Cooper yeah. Hefner runs the magazine now, and I think his daughter runs the entire empire. She runs the yeah. whole yeah. thing. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. And she's like she's, act, she's like she's actually years yeah. old. She's, she's not actually been running it for since the nineties. Oh, he's been a figurehead. He's yeah. like Mickey Mouse. I think yeah. she's he he turned it over to her <laughs> in like ninety five like or something. He's like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> like Mickey Mouse but like, different. Yeah. <laughs> like Mickey yeah. Mouse, but different. You don't think? Yeah. 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 He's running that steamboat on Daisy Duck behind the oh scenes. Let me tell God. you. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, Hef hasn't worked in the last 40 years. No. Guys have worked in 91 years, man. Fuck No, what bullshit. I disagree with that. It oh, took no. a while. Well, you oh, know. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, giving you, he's giving you a run for your money. He said that. <laughs> hey. He's that's not a record you want to break, Mike. That's not a record. Sometimes man sometimes gonna get a fucking slap in the stomach. <laughs> but why don't you grab him the balls and see if he does a cigar on you? I already tried to. <laughs> yeah. If anything, Manny's gonna pass out. <laughs> I think I think he already out, did. Falls, <laughs> doze off. <laughs> Action! Yeah, action! <laughs> action. But yeah, uh, Hefner's kids scene. are running the show, and they and actually last year they decided to take nudity out of Playboy, and that lasted all of nine months. Yeah, and yeah. now it's back in, and thank God for that. We yeah. can get a bunch of B-list celebrities to put their tits out there, and I'm all for it. Yeah, okay. So even though we have the internet, and you can see tits any day of the week. They're better when they're attached to Lindsay Lohan. But, but really yeah, are. isn't that the it's, fucked you know, up thing though no, nowadays I with my Farrah issue? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Really? Isn't that the fucked up thing though now about porn is we can be so selective, whereas back then that's all it was. And yeah. now it's like we can choose on what you can we're just type in the search bar. Fucking yeah. we can look at two chicks fucking yeah. shitting in the cup. It's great. Whatever, you know? No, you can type in. You can There's chick. like nine competing websites <laughs> yeah, about that. I know. Now. Yeah. You, know, you can type in Asian just... chick with giant clitoris. Bang, there you yeah, go. It's, you know? it's so rare, man, how things. I, I, I mean, I, the, the first time I ever, ever seen a fucking Playboy, I swear to, I swear to God, was. We two were, weeks ago. <laughs> we were kids. Two weeks. We were kids. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Fucking, we had a, we had a fucking we had a, a fort out in the fucking woods. Yeah. Fucking, you know, just a Everything crappy had, little yeah. fucking thing. Musty, you, moldy, musty, fucking moldy, fucking. Then it would always boys. go missing. Oh, always go missing. And the one fucking kid in the corner, like, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know where it is. Yeah, and then, that, know. and then that kid went missing. <laughs> yeah, and then he went missing. Exactly. And his hands just constantly smelled like jerkins. But, but what the fuck, man? But back then, it was like a big deal. You know what I mean? Fucking. And nowadays, it's like kids growing up. You can't, a kid's got a phone at the age of fucking 10. Yep. Or even, even Not younger. My house, I can tell you that. Or even younger. And that's the dangerous oh, yeah, part kids. about it. I mean, Nine, <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. No, though. back yeah. then it was like a, it was like a huge deal. It was like wow, you know, and, and you know, you can picture your five, ten friends behind you, fucking like you flipping every page. It was, like, oh, I can tell you right now, no. if I'm reading Playboy in the Woods, the last thing I want is five or ten guys behind me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now you would say that, but back then you back wouldn't. Then. You One know? time when. We we had a play in the neighborhood I grew up in. Remember the pond? We used to of play course. hockey, right? So we we were bunking school one day, and we had an area of the pond that we had 
a couch. We had a fire pit yeah, over there. Yeah. Everything. And we used to bunk. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. We used to- <laughs> oh, you built ambiance. Oh, we did. Oh, we had, we had, we had the a fire big- pit was just to keep warm, had, dude. It was actually the fire pit was actually to keep the fucking playboys it dry. It was actually a giant wood burning <laughs> stove. Yeah. <laughs> Was it was crazy. actually a giant wood burning stove. We called it the alien head, and we had it set the up right head. in the me- right in the middle, because the way it was just it was perfectly rounded. It had an oval thing cut out of it. We called it the alien head. Stack couches, it with wood couches. and just sit there with the couches. We had chairs all yeah, on the side of this pond. Wet couches. Yeah, they were always wet. Always. But that's where we went and we would skate all the time, play hockey, because it was, you know it was right on the pond. Bull Rush. Yep. Bull Rush pond. pond. But we. The funny thing was, is we used to bunk school and we would go straight there, you know, and it was right in the center of the neighborhood. Yeah. And like everybody, if you were there, place. as soon as you lit the fire, there was just a big cloud of smoke billowing everybody up from the fire. Back. Everybody knew you were there. That's but funny. one day we were there and we had Playboy books hidden. And Arthur. Like sitting on a treasure. Yeah. Do you remember, then, you remember huh? Arthur? Yeah, of course. Well, we're sitting there and Arthur lived. Like about he was on five, the edge. Like, he was on the edge of yeah, the at, of the, at, of the uh, neighborhood. neighborhood. He, but it was only about it was like a block away, right on the corner. And we're all sitting there, and we're so Arthur's got the Playboy book in his hand, and he is mesmerized. <laughs> and I look up, I, I and here come the cops. <laughs> no, so we're bunking school. It's like ten in the morning. Here come the cops. So we're like, oh, it's the cops. Run. We all take off. And Arthur's just still sitting in the chair staring at the play. Fuck, it totally blocked us out. He's just zoning on the Playboy book. And fucking... So the cops just grabbed him by the jacket. So we're watching from fucking distance hiding. The cops already knew we were going. They didn't, they didn't yeah, give a shit. Yeah. You know? But they grabbed... And they got the Playboy book. So now they grab him by the jacket. They carry him out of the woods. We're like, oh shit. They're oh, bringing him to the house. That's right. I remember this story. So I we're standing. So now. we follow through the woods. We're I following. This. They bring Arthur to his parents' house. To his parents. Right. With the book. With the. Oh, the best. We're watching it. And it, it was best because it was like a silent movie because we were far away. <laughs> you see. <laughs> You see the door. Oh, you you see, you couldn't hear what was being said. You just see the knock on the door. On this Portuguese mother, old school Portuguese mother, opens the front door. There's the cops holding the son by the jacket and hands the mother the Playboy book. Shabbatish. An immediate ass whooping ensues. Shabbatish. <laughs> and the cop the just turns around and walks back to the car. And they're I laughing. Did Him and the two cops are laughing. They get in the car and they take off. And Arthur's mother just beating the shit out of him on the front stairs and Poor just drags Arthur. him into the house. Oh, he laughs like a, a bastard. Kid, Such a that kid. was Playboy is so awesome. I just remember yep. freaking stealing my dad's Playboys. Yep. And as long as you only took one or two a year. It was never a problem because he wasn't going to say anything because he didn't want mom to know that he had Playboys. Then he had Playboys and there was some missing. Yep. Yep. So you can always yep. get away with it. You just couldn't get greedy. Don't try to take five or six like I did one year because then you get a beating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad had a stack that I think held up his workbench. <laughs> 
Like if you took one or two out, like shit shifted. Man. I mean, it, was, it was great. But I mean, it was Those an, bolts start rolling one way. Well, the moisture over the years turned these magazines and they t- turned into that. Spiegel's catalogs. These things were just tremendous after all those years. And I love digging through there, man. I mean, you know, I'd, I'm going to the garage. I'm working on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. yeah my Harrow didn't need that much maintenance. <laughs> my but other parts of me did. So <laughs> I went out and I found this. But believe it or not, for all the penthouses he had, and penthouse in the 70s and 80s had the better pictures. Yes, penthouse yes. was the Penthouse at class. the time was pretty much the, the, the be-all, end-all. Yeah. You know, I remember there was one girl bent over, and she had this bush that looked like a bale of hay it was so deep it, she actually combed it down and under oh my God. it looked like your beard in a way. <laughs> slightly better kept stop looking at me but i remember right. penthouse back in the 70s had that thing where the pets would sign it yes and they'd leave the little message for yeah. you and the one i remember was make my pussy purr and, and, that, and that was it and i said wow Porn is fucked up. <laughs> but as he went, exactly, exactly. I can't even roll my R's, but I found a way. But the believe it or not, the the Playboy was the better magazine. And I'm yeah. not saying it's seven, eight, nine years old. I was reading the articles, but Playboy had the party jokes. Yeah, it was more professionally. Put out it was more of a lifestyle thing yeah. you know i knew even at nine years old that you know i didn't drink obviously the, the, the cartoons. but but i knew there was a better way to drink you know you could drink cheap shit or you can drink high-end shit you could buy a cheap tie or you could buy a high-end tie yeah and it was all about a, a gentleman's lifestyle and you know this was basically he ran those clubs hafner yeah, and they were exclusive, and you had to be a certain type of person to get in. It was like a respectable thing. Well, of, I think almost, Playboy you know? in magazine form, anybody could buy it, but very few actually lived that lifestyle, right. and it was almost like being in an exclusive club. Yeah. You know, because very few people that buy Playboy even today can afford all the shit that they're putting in there. Right. Yeah, I can't do a thousand dollar suit. I'm not going to do a thousand dollar suit. Exactly. Most of my suits have the words two for one. Manny, what? what was your first experience with Playboy magazine? <laughs> my first experience with Playboy magazine was finding my dad's Playboys underneath his bed in his bed in the bedroom. Yeah, and taking one and. Behind, behind his recliner <laughs> in the living room of all places. Wait, you didn't even look at it? You already hit it? No, I looked, oh, trust me, I looked at it and looked at it and looked, and looked at, at it. it. And then I tried to find, where am I going to put this now? Because I'm not going to put it back there because I would never be able to look at it again because I snuck in the bedroom to find yeah. it in the first place. So my father had this recliner that he laid in every day. And it was like a vibrating recliner, heat, the whole, the whole thing. But the back of the recliner to get to the motor had like it had like buckles, so you could unbuckle the back and hide all kinds of stuff in there. So I had like candy in there and Playboys in there, and so my my father would be <laughs> walk, my, my dad would be there. watching my dad would be my dad would be watching Walter Cronkite on television, and I sneak behind the recliner, open up, and I'd be reading the Playboy right behind him while he's watching Roth, Roth, uh, fucking Walter Cronkite. Please tell me you were both jerking off. You were both jerking off. <laughs> True story. True story. True story. True story. 
Because you had to be quiet when Walter yeah, Cronkite was on. Quiet, quiet. Okay. You'll never I, get I, that. I go but... behind the recliner, break all the Playboys. I'd be what? I'd be. Remember I'd be, that I'd be, remember that, one, that leather recliner? Oh, yeah. No, I'd be right behind it. I'd freaking break all the Playboy. My father would be watching Walter Cronkite and the fucking <laughs> evening news, and I'd be reading the Playboy behind him. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't make a sound. See, we, <laughs> broke, we broke into the, We broke. Me and Mike both broke into that because Mike's. Uh, Manny's dad has the most distinct laugh oh, on the planet. And it guy. goes, you, we just did it, and it goes just like this. And it's no joke. It goes just like this. That's exactly what he does. It's exactly how he laughs. And that's what Manny sounded like with the Playboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't put this back. All the pages are stuck together. So you decided to hide your Playboy in plain sight. Oh no, it wasn't Playboy. Well, it was hidden underneath. The but it was, it was in your, it was, it was in your living room. It was in yeah. the living room, but underneath the chair that he sat in. Well, Manny, Manny was conniving. Manny was like, "Well, if my mom finds it, I can blame it on my dad." Right. Exactly. <laughs> Smart move. I mean, I hid mine under my mattress until I remembered one day. Usually during fifth period. You know, when I'm my at school, change the I'm like, my mother, she flips my mattress regularly. Yeah, yeah. I have no doubt she flipped that thing and a fucking newsstand appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> and it was all porn and it was all my dad's porn. So I'm sure he caught a fucking smack to the ear. How dare yep. you leave this out there? But, you know, I had to dig to find it. You know, it was work and I felt like Indiana Jones. You know, I felt like I found the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> And it was it was worth it because I had the same ah, moment. I gotta tell you, my family. This, you know, my family's uh, they're good people. We're I love your family. They're great people. Don't and talk shit about and, your family. No, and we're not. You know, everybody is. They're far from white trash people. They're, they're all, but we've always been very lax on certain things. And when my grandfather died, and it was a horrible day. I remember I was so I was. This was the man. This was the man who raised me. You know what I mean? And I was devastated. And I'm at the house, and me and my uncle. We had uh, me and my uncle at the time worked together, and we went there, and you know we left the job, and we went there, and we're sitting there, and day goes on, and everything's. And we knew it was coming, but it was it was one of those things. But the best was my grandmother. Comes out of the basement, and she looks at me and Michael, and she goes, "Here, Fade, you guys could split these." And and she hands us a box <laughs> of porn, <laughs> of Playboys, like like uh, like, and there was hustlers in there and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was a box like Playboy. She's like, "Yeah, you guys take these, and just you know, whatever." My grandfather had him hidden in the in the. He thought he had him hidden. My grandmother knew they were there the whole time. And decided to dole this out to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the this oh that's nothing. My when my uncle was missing at sea, my uncle you know yeah. it, it was it was a terrible thing. My uncle went missing. We were all gathering at the house for a good week and a half. Um, you know the search parties were going on and all that stuff, and and we were waiting. And he had a good friend of his, this guy Jay, that worked at a um, condo complex in Newport. And what happened was 
there was a bunch of open condos. So right after Katrina, they allowed a whole bunch of people to stay in the open condos. So all these people went there and they gave them money. And the guy Jay said to me, he goes, they gave them all like $1,000 to buy clothes and do all this stuff. And he goes, and 90% of them bought DVDs and DVD players, you know, and, and there was movies everywhere. So he pulls up in front of my mother's house and he's being all secretive about it. And he's like, he opens the back of the truck. He goes, look, he's got like two boxes. Stacks of porn. Stacks of <laughs> porno DVDs. That's so great. he's like, if you guys, he's like, just take some. So I reach in, I grab a stack of DVD porn. Didn't even look at him. Didn't even look at him. I just grab a stack. I turn around. Oh. <laughs> I my grandmother's standing right in front of me. <laughs> She's like, what do you got there? I'm like. Uh, educational videos. I go hurricane relief porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just looks at me. She goes, ah, oh, okay, <laughs> and walks away. And I just walked in, threw him in the trunk of my car, and walked back into the house. But it was so funny. It's, it's not a. It was never a big, you know, to do. You know what I mean? Like they weren't gonna get mad at me because. They know you're gonna go and do. You're gonna look at it. Absolutely, know, my mother you know, knew I was. And my mo- my mother's not like somebody that's gonna go look at porn. No, at all. I mean, you know I grew I mean? up in but, a staunch so Catholic household. Well, so but I anyway, <laughs> yeah, trust me, we all. Well, I think everybody at this table grew up in a staunch Catholic household. <laughs> oh but I had the Irish Catholic mom, and she was, you know, I, I, I obviously I wasn't getting changed 17 times a day, so she knew what was going on in there. I'm not you know, going to pretend I wasn't doing what I was doing, but it was frowned upon. So I, I think your story is refreshing. I, I kind of wish I had that better sexual attitude because I wouldn't treat everything as so taboo. Cause when I got to college, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. to school in Maryland and you know, all those girls, the, I, I guess they're Southern. I don't know what they yeah. are in Maryland. <laughs> they thought they were Southern cause they all had, they sound <laughs> Southern. They all had the accents. It's not Belly that they it, that it isn't taboo. It was just my family's. We're very honest with each other. Yeah, you know, it, you've seen it. You know what I mean. We just say what's going on. Yeah, and that's it. And we don't hold it back. And what are you talking about? I treat your mother with the utmost you know, respect. No, and I do too. Actually, actually, I, 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 I never, never showed up at her house for the first time and got completely fucked up. Yeah, right. never happened. <laughs> never happened. And never, I also never brought my children there to watch. <laughs> to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a sword fight but, with your kids in the, in the backyard. Yeah. That night. yeah. And, but, and I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. I actually got a, I, I got a good story. Fucking one, one day, this guy I was working with, his name's Danny. That's all I'm going to say. He brought me a box of freaking porn, right? Gives me a box of porn. I'm looking through it. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Come up to one. It's like a gay oh, porn video. Yep. Gay porn. It was like, called Taboo. What the fuck? Was it Taboo? Like, yeah, because you were like, yeah, check this one out. It's awesome. So, no, no, no. That's not even, that's not even what happened. So I took Wait, I took was it that video. one or Ash Reaming Men? <laughs> I can't Fisting five men five. But anyway, <laughs> anyway I drew. I, I, <laughs> he was a fireman too. Yeah. Oh, he was a fireman. Yeah. But anyway, I grabbed it and I went to Craig's work. Yeah. I went to Craig's work. Yeah. Dro- drove up to his truck, grabbed oh, the right. gay porn movie. 
and wrote a, a letter saying he put it in a yellow Craig, manila envelope and, and put here, Craig. This is what here. Here's the thing you you were waiting for. Whatever. Urgent. Fuck it. <laughs> taped it. Taped it to his truck, right? And I knew that his coworkers were going to get it. Because there was, to it there was this nosy motherfucker that worked, and he walked up and he, <laughs> he opened it because it was a Manila envelope with the went, with the pin, you know, the butterfly fucking yes, pin. Yes. So he could saying, open it and Craig, look here's at the it. One you know? were waiting for. And the motherfucker and sure did. One. He sure looked at it, and he didn't say nothing for me for three days. And he was walking around, and I knew that he looked at it. And then he asked you out. And I, I looked at him and said, hey, Mike, do you want to say something to me? And he's like, what? And I'm like, I know you fucking looked in the envelope. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I was going to, you know, you know, whatever it is, whatever you want to do. You know, whatever you want to do. And I started laughing like a bastard. And I'm like, you know that was... M- you know, Mike did that, and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" He's like, <laughs> "Oh, thank God!" I fucking laughed like I a bastard. About that, man. That was great. Yeah, that was a good one. I did forget about that because I was thinking about the one, the movie. You were like, "Oh, yeah, you just hear it was like a blank cassette." He's like, "Oh, is oh, porn? Yeah, Jr. But your cousin Jr. Oh, take this one. Check it out. This is awesome porn." I go home. <laughs> I turn it on, guys. This is like. Guy and a girl, and they're in the bed, and they're fucking making out. And the, the guy goes down on her like a typical porn movie, and then the, the fucking the camera angle shifts, and he's just sucking a dick. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? He told me, he told me about. It. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, I didn't get I was that. Like, what the dude? fuck what the is frick? this? I'm like, holy crap! Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> that was a good one, too. I got to say, we have done nothing to honor the memory of Hugh Hefner. No. <laughs> <laughs> I made such an honorable speech if, in the beginning of this episode. If it was none of these things would have been Well, possible. we wouldn't be able to talk about it. And yeah. I, I think that's the point here. I mean, obviously, porn is everywhere now. Yeah. You, you, you can't avoid it. No. It used to be you had to hunt it down. I remember yeah. in the AOL days where you had to like find well. some people to send you pictures. It would take you 20 minutes to download, download it. a pixelated picture of a breast. Yeah. You know, and you weren't even and entirely it would load sure. from top to bottom. Another, yeah. All slow. And Another you'd wait for it. And you'd be sweat. cheering it on like yeah. somebody running for the end zone. You'd be cheering it on. And then you weren't 100% sure that was a female or a male yeah. nipple. Oh, yeah. man. You know, and then, you know, Nipplegate's another back story. The, back, in, back in those Nipplegate. days, I remember I was working with this guy, right? He, he's, uh, he was an older guy or whatever. He's like, oh, I'm going to send you these pictures of this chick. She's so hot. Sends me one. I was like. Oh, she's pretty hot. Since we another one, oh, pretty hot. Go back to where I. Oh, that chick's hot, huh? I'm like, yeah, man. Since one, on and on until it got down below, and it was a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> next day, I come into work. He's like, laughing, like, busting oh, your balls. He's like, oh yeah, my God. set it you right the, up. It was so funny. He though. set you right up with the fucking. Well, I bet he set him shit. up with the date. How'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! The worst part is I'll bet you didn't sleep that night because you like jerked off three times before that. Yeah, but while yeah. it was loading, <laughs> I slept fine. I slept fine. Yeah, I slept fine. <laughs> After I jerked off, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I slept fine. 
It was all good. Oh, all shit. right, so let's wrap up the half. Yeah, we were getting pretty. We're fucking... we're so far removed, but I again, I think the whole idea here is that Hugh Hefner made it possible for us to have this conversation without worrying about offending people. Exactly. Our wives are going to hear this show, and I don't think any one of our wives are going to be offended. My wife's not going to listen to this. <laughs> she knows better i mean no, but i no, mean manny's no. here for the first time in ages yes actually for the first time since we've been live on the internet yeah yeah that's exactly. right sometimes manny was in a couple of episodes early prior. on and he lectured me on the fourth of july and we'll get back to that next year wow. yeah <laughs> and uh and he, he hasn't been back since but in the immortal words of hugh hefner life is too short to live somebody else's dream that's right. I always remember that, people. Well, that's why we're doing this show, I think. You know what? Yeah, you're right. We have, I mean, we, we realize how old we are, and we're doing this shit anyway. We're trying to appeal to millennials, and we're all, well, let's just say not millennials. Well, yeah. millennials, <laughs> mill- yeah. millennials should, uh, <laughs> should pay attention to, to us old people and... Look at Poland oh, hold on. He, he drew this. He drew this blank face for a second. It yeah, was like yeah. ooh, like a test pattern that when the when the TV shuts off at the end of the night after the fucking national anthem goes on. Oh, fuck, <laughs> old man. No, it's I am the up. oldest one. That, yeah, table. I'm just saying that talking about old. Nobody knows the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> you remember when Channel Ten would shut off? At night, <laughs> I know. I know. That was all infomercials. Yeah, yeah. You want a yeah. sniffer? Yeah, exactly. Well, they you know, play- you want to tie it back to Hugh. How many people watch the Playboy Channel Scrambled? Oh, oh Scramble Vision. Oh, that was a tit. Yeah. yeah, that was a tit. Oh, yeah. Preview. <laughs> back in the day, but oh, do you, first you came. Guys, you guys remember Preview? No, yes. I wasn't around for that. Preview I had the Playboy Channel. Wait, that was the I first one. I don't even remember. Preview, preview. was the first was the first, first cable. It was a cable network, network that you it was first it wasn't cable, cable porn. It was you would no, you would tune your channel to channel three and there was a they would send you a list and it was every movie it, it was twenty four yeah. hours a day. Yeah. But they would just play movies. And what would happen is you would get a schedule. So I watched Tron. So watch I, yeah, it would be too, like Tron man. is on at seven seven o'clock. Uh Star Wars is on at nine thirty. You know what I mean? So you would walk up to your TV. There was a box on it. Yeah. yeah. And it looked like wood. They made it with the faux wood. Oh, I love the wood grain. It was like mahogany box. Yeah. Oh, God. Just like the Atari. Yeah. With the silver silver button on the top. And you would walk up and you would tune your TV to channel three. And you would just press the button. And bang, the movie would come on. Yeah. That was a fucked up fucking thing. But it was fun. One, it was I watched a shitload of rare on. movies on yeah, that because they awesome. played a ton of bad, oh, like yeah, old yeah. crappy movies that were great. I loved it. But Fucking, yeah, preview, um, and then cable came out after that. Yeah, that was it. I I didn't have that. I had my dad stole cable back then. My dad stole. <laughs> yeah, it, it was great. A van would drive through the neighborhood, and my dad would be screaming, "Unplug it! Unplug it!" <laughs> <laughs> We'd unplug it just in time, and they didn't blow up our box. Yeah, but they, they used so to go funny. through I, all that shit yeah. with the unplug it, unplug it. 
How many fuck really? How but we had the Playboy were... channel, and he set it up so it only appeared upstairs. And then my brother, out of nowhere, decided that he wanted to only watch TV upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but the Playboy channel was the worst. It was like, look, it's a bunch of people in normal yeah. situations, and every now and then they just show their bush. And that's it. Yeah. And that would be the end of it. I mean, that channel was but terrible. It was, it was kind of like having a Playboy come to life. Back then, no, because no, Playboy like, magazine left something to the imagination. But you'd see this right. woman, and she'd be like walking down the street, shopping in Beverly Hills, spending money we didn't have. Yeah, okay, yeah. and she'd be like, "This is what makes me happy." And then she'd get back in her rented car well, and drive you. through the hills of Beverly Hills, and then out of nowhere, she'd be like, "Oh, by the way, zip." Yeah, yeah check this out. <laughs> and here's yeah. my hairy beaver. Yeah, and it looked like she was wearing hair panties. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they were just oh, like this good old big days. old untrimmed fucking like, untamed fucking crazy yeah, like she had the cast of different strokes in a headlock <laughs> <laughs> the good old days Harry Harry Bush and the Rifleman that was it Harry Bush and the Rifleman that was it that's Mike's good old days that's the good old days so I guess I think the only right thing to do here since we didn't really honor the speech I made at the beginning of the episode no. but we did honor free speech I think we do need to toast Mr. Hugh Hefner. Yes, we do. I would say rest in peace. And as the joke has been made all over the internet, you're not in a better place now. No. Unless you're fucking all the virgins the Muslims never got. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that is that. All right. Week in and week out, we've talked about local music, but I never said local to Rhode Island. And so I'm going to throw in my personal decision here. And I'm going to do something that was local to me back in the day when I was in college. And that is a death metal band named Deceased. These guys are one of the pioneers of death metal. They are one of the first bands ever to sign to Relapse Records. Actually, I think they were the first band ever to sign to Relapse Records. And they have made nothing but a litany of absolutely phenomenal albums. Each one of them standing out from the rest. I'd like to throw a shout out to King, Mike, Les, and Shane, Dave, Walter, and Matt, all the guys that either record or play live with Deceased. They have made a shit ton of phenomenal death metal albums. These guys are death metal for people who like creepy. They are death metal for people who like eerie. They are death metal for people who watch the Blair Witch Project and feel like that is the best horror movie available. I love these guys. I uh, happen to admit that I am friends with the singer King. Uh, Hopefully he's going to be on the show soon enough. But I'd like to throw out a song now from one of their masterpieces, Surreal Overdose. This one is called Skin Crawling Progress. This is Deceased. Enjoy it, love it, know it, and be it. We are, needless to say, Craig. Needless to say, we said it. (laughs) Yeah.
get out, get out, and never, never come back.